Hello there, and welcome to Season 2, Episode 7 of Stay at Homer, the podcast where two British men on coronavirus lockdown, again, um, go through, rewatch every episode of The Simpsons from the start. Uh, Andrew Lowe is my name. Tim Tucker is mine. Yeah, and we're on Season 3 of The Simpsons, Episode 22, yep. uh, which is called The Otto Show. Correct. Slightly uninspiring... <laughs> yeah, name for the title there. That feels like they went. Oh god, it's lunchtime. It's fucking the Otto show. That'll do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure they could have done better because it's got Spinal Tap yeah. as a guest, and uh, I'm sure there was a good Spinal Tap pun in there somewhere. Tap but... into Springfield, Tim. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. Uh, we haven't done an episode for a while. You know, we had Christmas. We had a Christmas break. Yeah. Um, you know, so, sorry. You know, we have we had to have a bit of time off. If you're annoyed that we haven't done an episode, uh, I'm sure you had, to, had a bit there. of a break. Sorry, yeah, I know. I'm just a little bit on edge at the moment. I'm um, on edge as well. I think the whole world's <laughs> on edge, isn't it? Yeah. So it's interesting, isn't it, Tim? That um, what what's really disturbing about this is if you listen to a few previous episodes of Stay at Homer, mm. the podcast where two British men on coronavirus lockdown, um, it's predicts all everything that's just happened in the last few weeks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's really scary. So we predicted the resurgence of the virus. We predicted the second wave before the second wave. We predicted yeah. um that the Christmas situation wasn't enough and wouldn't work mm. and was too woolly. Um yeah. so what what seems to be happening is it's worse than the first uh yeah. the first lockdown. Yeah. And we, well, we, you know, we're recording from the UK now. And if you're in New Zealand, you know, good for you. Yeah, you've got no cases. Well done. You're so brilliant. And we're shit. We're, we've got fucking 80 or 1,000 people who've died. Yeah. And, um, yeah, you know, infections are rising and rising. So, yeah. we're, you know, we're in, we're basically up shit creek. Um, there's no fucking paddle. I don't mm. think anyone's remembered remember to bring the boat either. <laughs> so <laughs> I think that's basic that's my basic assessment of the situation. I think the UK and the you? US are, are sort of vying to be the shittest nation on earth at the moment, <laughs> aren't they? Um Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what, I think well, actually we're up shit creek, there's no paddle. Yeah. It's like have you bought the boat and no, I thought you were bringing it. What the fuck? Oh hang on, where where's the creek? We got <laughs> This is the wrong way to the creek. So yeah. Yeah, it's it's a fucking catastrophe, basically, isn't it, Tim? It know, is a, to be honest. A very serious one, isn't it? I mean, we're making yeah. light of it, but yeah, people are dying much more than they should be. Our bumbling prime minister is saying one day, "Oh yeah, you're absolutely going back to school," and the next day, "Oh no, sorry, I was wrong about that." Um, it, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like a sort of you know spitting image. People won't know this if you're not in the UK, but yeah, it's a kind of satire show that was very big in the UK in the '80s, and it recently came back. Uh, in a limited form, but it used to have rubber sort of caricature style puppets of all the sort of high profile people and, and leaders yeah. and politicians. Uh, quite quite sort of heavy handed satire at times, but quite funny. Yeah. And pretty rude. And you just think this this fucking real life has turned into a spitting image sketch, hasn't it? It really has. Yeah. Yeah. It's just it's everything is beyond satire. There's yeah. just Yeah. It feels like everyone's <laughs> I don't know. I, like I was saying to you the other day, I sort of swing from being sort of angry, frustrated, um, mm. embarrassed. Yeah. You, you know, just just 
devastated for people who are suffering and and, and dying and yeah. and then and then sort of going a bit limp and thinking whatever what's the fucking point of doing anything I know, um, do you know what I mean? It's like it's constant sort of vacillation between all these things. Definitely. And um, and it, as you say, it's, like go, it's worst. Yeah. Yeah, and then I go right. I'm going to do something positive, and I start doing something that, like, at the moment, I'm learning Spanish. Nice. Which is quite <laughs> exciting. Yeah. <laughs> so, because it's basically something that I can control, really, yeah. and something I can do every day as a kind of regular thing that yeah. isn't uh, take the bins out. Um, have a shower, mm. <laughs> you know. Um, <laughs> like, uh, what are we having for dinner? I don't fucking know. You know, every single day, anything that isn't that, it's kind of making me happy at the moment. Sorry, I'm ranting. What about you? No, well, I mean, I'm I'm going through the same, and I mean, do we even mention the the assault on the Capitol by Trump? <laughs> oh, yeah, I've forgotten about that. <laughs> I've forgotten about the fact that the the world's most powerful country and bastion of democracy. Yeah. <laughs> was almost was almost overthrown last week by a coup. <laughs> yeah, by a sort of banana republic type coup. It was um, a very strange day that or evening that because uh, as it was breaking, mm. I was like like we've said many times on this podcast. It was it was like the the the, the simulation writers had gone. Yeah, oh, I've got to do something really ridiculous now. This this will throw them. Um, but yeah, yeah. it was uh, it was a strange experience, wasn't it? And and also having a president banned from. Uh, social media, um, yeah, because of his lies. Uh, yeah, just just get stranger. Um, yeah, I mean, it's not really a coup, was it? I have to no, say, no. <laughs> coup is where there's sort of like, you know, it's a military. There's a plan, isn't there, to a coup? Yeah, there's a plan. There's a kind of, you know, whoever's trying to do it has definitely thought it through, as mm. opposed to some, you know, quasi-fascist morons dressing up, doing a bit of cosplay. And yeah. then waving some fucking flags around <laughs> and getting arrested. <laughs> it's not really a coup, is it? What's remarkable is they about... got into the capital. I, I don't know how that. Yeah, you know, that's so bad. Well, the most disturbing aspect of it was that when the Black Lives Matter protests happened, the, the, the headline for me is when the Black Lives Matter protests happened, um, yeah. the National Guard was uh, sort of mobilised, and there's that incredible shot on the Capitol bill, hill, building steps yeah. of all the, you know, police officers lined up. Mm. To stop the um, stop the people protesting against uh, police brutality and um, you know endemic racism, but yeah. now this time it was just ah oh, let them in, fuck it, <laughs> <laughs> like they're white, let them in. It was horrible. It's, uh, horrible extraordinary. Time. That was the that's the extraordinary sort of um, gap, isn't it? Between that really sort of exposes the sort of um, how broken America is at the moment. It really does. I keep I keep thinking we've got as weird as it'll get, but I'm I'm not sure anymore. Mm. I'm really not sure. Like like we said in the past, whether you know it'll all turn out to be that Trump's an alien and all that will be no shock. Yeah, um, I mean, there's all kinds of plot twists. There are plot twists that that would happen now, and I would go, well, yeah, you know, that's uh, that makes sense. That yeah, I might even say, me. oh, that's a bit boring. I don't, you know, they could have done better than yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. My my at the moment, since we're predicting things, the moment I predict that Trump will start a war with Iran. That's right. quite high on my list at the moment. Okay, he'll just go fuck you and start a war with Iran. Yeah, um, or he'll uh, just sort of launch some missiles at somebody. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> just, just as his final. The the only sort of hope for me is that it's a bit like in um, you know in sort of thriller films where political thrillers 
mm. where the president demands there to be a nuclear launch and there's one guy who won't turn the key or something. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> he's rebelling. <laughs> <laughs> that's, and, you know, that's the only, the only hope I've got. Because yeah. at the moment, he's basically sitting somewhere in a dark room rocking backwards and forwards, isn't he? And yeah, yeah. he's the most powerful man in the world. He's definitely is, in um, denial. I mean, there's a guy yeah, in denial, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's more than in denial. I think there's yeah. a, it's basically a kind of, almost like a psychotic sort of episode extended yes. since since he's realised he's lost the, the election. It's just this kind of... Yeah, he can't, he can't accept it. So so that all that backdrop um, yeah. is perfect for sitting down to watching The Simpsons, don't you think? Well... <laughs> yeah, is that a segue? I don't know. That sounds like a segue to me. Well, but it does think, seem um, like an absurd response, but then what is the rational response? So, you know, may as well sit down and watch old Simpsons episodes. Um, I'll tell you what, Tim, this is an episode about um, uh, an unhinged man oh, yeah. in charge of, uh, in charge of a, you know, in a, in a position of responsibility, <laughs> um, <laughs> imploding and crashing the thing that he's yes. in, responsible for. Very and, true. Uh, being sanctioned for it. Should we go into it? Yeah. So, yeah, because um, The Otto Show, yeah, written by Jeff Martin, first aired uh, April 23rd, 1992, um, and yeah. well-known, as we'll, as we'll see, for its um, guest stars this week are the Spinal Tap um, band, or the Spinal Taps, yeah. as uh, Marge calls them. Um, yeah. Now, before before we go any further, I'm a huge, I know we both, you are as well, we're yeah. both huge fans of Spinal Tap, and uh, it, 1984 it came out. I know, I, I was surprised by that. It, sound, yeah. it feels more like, so I don't know. It feels more like the early nineties, isn't it? But yeah, nineteen eighty four. Um, I mean, it's almost the seventies. Yeah, but it's kind of <laughs> yeah, four years from the seventies. <laughs> it's counting on my fingers there. It was but, a great movie. Yeah, yeah, a great, great film, and, and really sort of re- a redefining comedy film. The way it sort of changed the idea that you could, you know, yeah. make um, get humour out of something that's which is presenting itself to be reality. Uh, kind of a little different level of satire and parody, yeah. or whatever, and beautifully played, brilliantly written, yeah. um, and sort of what they do here really is they they sort of try to import some of that into the episode, don't they, into the show? It's a tricky one, um, isn't it? Because it's it and, is, yeah, yeah. What do you think of it? Well, well, can we can we go through the episode before yeah, we get we'll to get that? Because yeah, I think it. there is a slight clash in in reference, and partly because The Simpsons t- is a mainstream show, despite its sort of cult status as well, isn't it? Whereas, yeah. I, I suspect at the time, Spinal Tap was a cult movie, wouldn't you have said? It, it probably, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it probably didn't have a crof- much of a crossover audience. I'm not sure. I, I could be wrong, but I, I reckon there was a, a sizable part of the Simpsons audience who'd never heard of it. Um, no, I think you're right. Yeah, I think um, you're right. I mean, I think The Simpsons does play to, you know, a much broader audience, and yeah. um, it sort of seems strange that um, I don't know. This it's, it is a kind of strange guest. Yeah. It's another one of those shows, isn't it, Tim, where the guest stars sort of dictate the episode a bit, a little too bit, much. yeah, yeah. Um, and they've obviously got them for a while, and they get them in at the beginning and a little bit towards the end. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's really just a just a a sort of a vehicle to get Otto into the show, but then not really because yeah. it doesn't quite connect as either. Anyway, should we go through it? Yeah, let's go through it. One thing I will say is that the the, the thing it does have in common is Harry Shearer, who who's a voice of many Simpsons characters. Um, yeah, uh, and he's also a member of Spinal Tap. He's the bass player. And the other yeah. two guests are Christopher Guest uh, as Nigel Tufnell and Michael McKean as Davidson Hubbins, both great actors. But yeah, so yeah. it starts with. 
with Spinal Tap <laughs> David, David St. Hubbins, sorry. Yeah. I just, just realised what a good name that is. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. carry on. Um, <laughs> it's, it starts with Bart going to a Spinal Tap concert with his Spinal Tap t-shirt um, yeah. and persuading uh, Homer to take him. Um, there's a nice little interlude here where uh, Marge says, be careful of your hearing, Bart, and, and Homer claims that yeah. his hearing's fine. Then we, we discover that Bart, Homer has severe tinnitus. Well, it's not only severe tinnitus, you know, you basically can't hear anything. It's just like a, a droning noise, which is a bit implausible. But I love, I do I, love I, the Simpson for dropping things like that in, and then just yeah, leaving yeah. and that's gone, you know. But yeah, I do like the fact that one thing here we've said about the slightly awkward pairing of Spinal Tap and The Simpsons. At least they make a vague sort of meta joke along mm. those lines, where you see Bart's t-shirt. The tour dates are kind of London, Munich, or something. Oh yeah, um, Barcelona, Springfield, <laughs> which is kind of unlikely that they would turn up at Springfield. Yeah, so. Sort of a slight meta gag about, you know, we realise this seems a little bit off the wall, but but go with it. They fully commit to it, I think. Um, they get to the show, they pick up Millhouse, who's dressed in a leather jacket. Homer yeah. says he's going to wait in the car. Um, he says, yeah. I've had some of the best times I've ever had in my life in the back of a car, and then has a good callback to him eating a pizza. Mm. There's, a, there's an interview backstage with Bill and Marty. I, th- I thought this was a bit of a missed opportunity, because I, I would have thought yeah. an interview with Spinal Tap, and those two characters are great, Bill and Marty, but... There doesn't seem to be many gags in the in the interview. I don't know about you, but I felt like it was a bit of dead time that interview. Yeah, I don't. I like the idea that that they're in Springfield, which is a strange place for them to be. It's a bit beneath them, mm. but then at the same time, yeah. um, they get those nice kind of gags about them being a little bit parochial and British. Yeah, so there's a bit of that. The, the bit I like is when the, it turns out they're going to be. Uh, it was is also an ice rink. Oh yeah, <laughs> and uh, David St. Hubbins says a brilliant line. Yeah. He says. Um, this is a rock concert, not a, not a splish splash show. That's the best <laughs> it's not very can. witty, is it? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's the best uh, best comeback he's got. Yeah. Um, it's, oh. <laughs> I do like those gags where you sort of go, "This is supposed to be this, not a," uh, and then yeah, then the comparison just falls flat. It's not very really good. Yeah, <laughs> bit of bathos, I suppose. But um, yeah, there's a there's a. Fun. They they have a bit of fun with the stage show, the the inflatable devil that that goes yeah. down. I I like the the fact that there's one armed guy lighting the explosives on stage. <laughs> yeah, all the all the it's little sight gags are good here, aren't they? We just see all the audience and the kind of you know yeah. stone of people in the audience, and we get it ticks all the boxes. We get this ridiculous pyrotechnics, the inflatable devil, and De- and Derek yeah. Small says, "We salute you, our half inflated dark lord." When the yeah. the oxygen fail, uh, the amount of oxygen fails yeah. in it. Deflates. They don't know where they are. That's quite a. They don't good know that. Yeah, he's got Springfield written on his base, hasn't he? Derek Smalls. When he yeah. says, "We salute," you know, we we thought Shelbyville audience rocked booze. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, but Springfield is best. Cheers, you know. Yeah, inciting a, a riot there, right there, really. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I like that Davidson Hubbard says goodnight Springton when yeah. they leave. Um, that's that's a nice touch. Yeah. So it's a riot, isn't it? It does end early because they they. Um, a lot of things go wrong. They get mm. the water on the stage, and they just realise, you know, fuck this, let's leave. Mm. And then there's a big riot. Snake and Otto actually start the trashing. Yeah, I think. a bit of fun with taking the piss out of stoners uh, in this episode, specifically Otto, because uh, at one point, doesn't Bart tries to throw a frisbee and it hits a stoner in the face? <laughs> yeah, he's so out of it, he doesn't really realise. Yeah, yeah. But this this bit, Homer's in the car, isn't he? Yeah, Homer's waiting in the car mm. eating. Just basically eating yeah. and listening to Spanish Flea by uh, is that what it is? Herb Alpert or something. It's a kind of really inane yeah. sort of um, 
<laughs> like little pop ditty. And he's, um, but obviously while the riot's happening, all the riot police turn up behind him and he's oblivious because he's enjoying his song and, and yeah. food too much. So he misses out on all that. Brings Bart yeah. back. Um, yeah. The best gag when they get back is that he's forgotten Millhouse. Who's yeah, that's awful. Party. He's like, he, yeah. he's just <laughs> underneath a pile of chairs going, help. <laughs> <laughs> so um, at this point, Marge suggests um, buying Bart a guitar if he's interested in, in rock music. <laughs> Oh, I'd have to go back there, Tim, actually, because we get a oh. good, really good Kent Brockman moment where he's reporting on the show, on the oh, riot, yeah. and he says, there were riots, don't forget, there were riots at the uh, the opening of Mozart's The Magic Flute, which <laughs> sounds furious to me. Yeah, um, that's not true, yeah. No, and he says, um, but what's the answer? Do we do we ban all music? This reporter reluctantly says, yes. <laughs> it's just, it's such a flawed argument. <laughs> It's so alarmist and sort of blunt. I'd miss that. That's brilliant. Yeah, well done. Yeah, that's a fantastic. Um, I love Ken Brockman. He's so. Uh, I'm, so I saw, as I know, there weren't riots at the, the first floor. No, there wasn't. Magic Flute. Um, there was at Stravinsky's uh, Rite of Spring. You could have used that, but um, oh, really? Okay, right. So, so Mars then suggests buying Bart a guitar if he's interested in rock music, and um, he he gets a little dream sequence. Yeah, um, I quite I quite like these abusive. He says, "Here's my latest chart topper. My fans are stupid pigs." Um, <laughs> something tells me that would be a terrible title for a yeah a song. <laughs> he's also a bit, he's supposed to be English there, isn't he? So he's obviously aping Spinal oh, yeah. Tap. He's got a slot, a slightly more fans are stupid pigs. Sounds a bit Australian. Yeah, yeah. It it's not yeah. as good. No. Yeah. And then um, he gets his guitar um, and a really bad uh, instruction manual. Nelson hears him playing. Says, "What are you trying to play?" And he says, "Nelly, uh, sorry, Polly Wally Anna or something." And he says, "It sounds Polly Wally crappy." <laughs> um, then we discover that Otto is an amazing player because he gets on the bus yeah. and uh, Bart claims it's broken, hands it to Otto, and he plays some stunning pyrotechnical riffs. Yeah, <laughs> uh, again, you know, uh, me and picky mood here, but there's no amplification, mm. is there? So how's he managed to do that? No, <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> Especially distortion. Yeah, and <laughs> it's just the electric guitar, not plugged into anything, and um, it's quite unlike The Simpsons to do that. To just sort of go, yeah, don't worry, is. no one will yeah. notice, you know, or make a gag of it or something. Yeah, yeah. I, I quite like this little sequence though, because he he says that they said I'd never amount to anything, and then sort of laughs manically. It, it did make me chuckle though that he's he's sort of straight into rock star mode. And he says, "Now I'd like to slow things down a bit." And he's, he, I, I, feel, I think he's forgotten where he is, isn't he? Because he goes, uh, into, yeah, he does Freebird, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He does a really a good version of three, but someone at the back holds a lighter up, which is a nice touch. Yeah. Um, like he's got a lighter on the school bus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he's completely in his fantasy element, but uh, of course it turns out, you know, as um, Martin Prince points out, that they should really be at school by now. So he has to, he has to kind of floor it to get to, to Springfield Elementary. Driving the Spinal Tap coach off the road, I think that's the last we see of them, isn't it? <laughs> that's a really horrible ending, isn't it? Where they just go, <laughs> I, li- I do like it on this... That's probably my favourite Spinal Tap moment in the whole thing. If that was just the only time we ever see Spinal Tap in this episode, I'd be all right with that. Right, yeah. I, I can I could live without the earlier stuff, really. Yeah. Where he says, good show last night. Yeah. And Nigel often goes, yeah, quite good. <laughs> and then it's, they get killed by being tr- driven off the road. Brilliant. Yeah, it's a great way of getting them out of the episode, isn't it? Um, but, yeah. yeah. But anyway, he causes mayhem on his drive to school. Um, he's up up against the police. Um, he, he says, "I stand by my record: fifteen crashes and not a single fatality." <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's not really something to be proud of. It's faint praise, isn't it? 
But it turns out he hasn't got a license even, so uh, he's kicked off mm. duty. And we we discover that Skinner is going to take over driving the bus. Yeah, which is which is marvelous. Doesn't he say I, I drew a I drove a van in in Vietnam or something? Yeah. I can handle a school bus. Yeah, I love the way we get little glimpses of Skinner's past. His Vietnam <laughs> vet past. That that's a great little through line. Beautiful, isn't it? Yeah. it just keeps popping yeah. up through the show. Yeah. Little dark kind of reflective moments. Yeah, uh, and he and he does say a nice line when Bart turns up the next day and says. Principal Skinner, he says, oh, no, he says, Otto, where's Otto? He says, Otto, that's one palindrome you won't be hearing in a while. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some nice Skinner lines Skinner typically nerdy about his words and things. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but he's also nerdy at driving and he, he sort of holds, I think he's there for about most of the day, isn't he? Being held up at a junction that he can't, can't pull out. Into. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he starts clean shaven and ends with a five o'clock shadow. Yeah. <laughs> um, the kids are trying to urge him to pull out, but... Uh, then we yeah. get a brilliant segment where Otto tries to to get his license back by, uh, and it turns Ooh. out Patty and Selma are in charge of that. I forget which one Ooh. it is, Patty or Selma, who who, who runs Patty. the test. This is genuinely laugh out loud moment. He says, "One question: Were you born a chick?" Yeah, it's not the way to endear yourself to the uh, the testing officer, is it? <laughs> just questioning. He just her... digs himself a deeper hole. Doesn't he? <laughs> questioning her gender past. Yeah. Um, she, yeah, she says, I won't be needing this pen, which is the one that was going to be... Uh, I love the way she pen. goes, my name's um, Patty. When you do well, I use this pen. When you do bad, I use this pen. Like it's like talking to a six-year-old. Yeah, it? exactly. It's like something, uh, yeah, talking to an idiot, which, which he sort of is. That's right. He, does, he misspells bus on the form. He does, yeah. <laughs> so he doesn't do well at all. And um, he gets thrown out of his apartment. And that's, yeah. that's, the, that's sort, of the, sort of the inciting incident, isn't it? Now he has to... Yeah. He, has, he can't find anywhere to live, so Bart installs him in the Simpsons house yeah he finds him in the dumpster and says you can come and live in the garage and yeah. um so we get fish out of water comedy don't we that's the kind of the yeah. whole underpinning theme of this episode um I think Otto starts by singing a singing a song called I feel like rocking so I think I will yeah <laughs> which is one of the most inane lyrics I've slightly ever heard prosaic <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> title but there were a lot of there are there's still a lot of rock songs that have lyrics like that aren't there yeah I feel like rocking so I think I will yeah <laughs> It reminds me a bit when I when I um, quoted uh, "I want to rock and roll all night and party every day" by Kiss, and you said, "I think that, yeah. I think that might be implausible." Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't think that's yeah, I don't think that's possible. I think you yeah, think you can probably rock and roll sort of all night, but then you would need or, some rest in the day in order to continue rock and rolling all night, wouldn't you? Yeah. Otto staying, and then we see Bart has stopped. He's quit playing the guitar, and probably. The, my favourite line in the episode, where Homer reassures him and says, um, don't worry, you know, if you've quit the guitar. Mm. If a thing's hard to do, it's not worth doing. Um, We've had this before from Homer. Just, again, terrible advice. Yeah. You know. he's, he's often giving bad advice to the kids. and yeah. yeah, He's quite consistent in that way. His message is fairly consistent, isn't it? That if, you, if it's difficult, don't bother. But again, you know. the, what's great about that is his heart is in the right place. Yeah, yeah. It's wrong-headed, <laughs> but he just wants to make Bart feel better. So it's a really clumsy way of making him feel better. Yeah. There's a weird bit where um, Bar- Marge, um, Marge asks him about his mother and he says, ah, oh, the Admiral. It turns out Otto calls his mum the Admiral. I don't, I don't yeah. know where that comes from. Um, I don't think we see, I don't think we were enlightened about that. But yeah, and then um, Homer says he can stay, but I get to treat him like garbage. That's his, yep. um, you know, his uh, bargain. <laughs> One of the other laugh out loud gags is he's sort of lounging on the sofa, Otto is, and Marge suggests he starts reading. Yeah. So he says, have you got any Where's Waldo? No. Mm. Uh, 
Anything from the vampire's point of view? No. <laughs> Got anything where guys send in naked pictures of their chicks? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they got they they get the the character down really well, don't they? But yeah. I'm not a massive fan of Otto as a character. Really, I think he's more of a. We'll get onto this later, but one of my problems with the episode is that he's really a character who's good in little little bursts. Yeah, when yeah, you, I think when you're When you right. try and build yeah. an episode around him, I think he's I think he's a little bit flimsy. Good point. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, as you say, it's a fish out of water. He's he's a sort of a stoner in a, a straight world. Yeah, straight world. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. He terrifies Lisa with one of those urban horror stories. Yeah. It's a good story, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's a good story. Apparently, this is from from scary stories to tell in the dark by Alvin Schwartz. Did you oh, know is that? it? Oh, right, I did okay. a bit of research yeah. for this. Yeah, no, it's a good story because um, it's kind of, he says like that. Um, it's some sort of hitchhiker story, isn't it? She picks up a hitch. Somebody picks yeah. up a hitchhiker, and he says, "I couldn't have been." Um, you know, don't worry about it. And that hitch, that mad axe man was me, or something, right at the very end. And he makes Lisa scream in, in terror. So this is this is Otto's territory, isn't it? Unfortunately, it tears, scares the life out of the ten-year-old, no, eight-year-old girl that he's telling it to. So, um, well, he gets kicked out of the house. That's that's the last straw, isn't it? He gets that yeah gets kicked out. He says it's okay. There's plenty of money out there for a man who's willing to fake his own death. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that, that's see, that's something I would like to see. <laughs> I quite like the idea of that of somebody who who fakes their own death um, yeah. and then has to sort of, um, <laughs> you know, that that's kind of the inciting thing. It shows how low it's got for Otto, but he here's the the sort of twist. He goes back to they persuade him to study for his bus qualification. That's that's the way forward. Yeah, and so uh, he goes back to Patty or Selma, forget which one. Patty is Patty, that, yeah. And the trigger for him getting this is that he mentions that he's going to do it to spite Homer mm. because Homer has um, sort of in, insulted him, and that that means that sort of Patty lets. Uh, or Selma, sorry, I didn't listen to what you just said. Uh, Patty, um, yeah, Tim, yeah. Patty, uh, that's where Patty just gives him a green light and he gets his licence back. The end, yeah. basically, isn't it? Not great, is it? <laughs> it? It sort of peters out. And uh, I do like the it, work when he's telling his stories and he says, Homer had a piece of food on his face for three days. Um, yeah. It wasn't small either, it was a chicken wing. And <laughs> it's a good stories, but um, it sort of <laughs> overcompensates for quite a, a lame reason to get him back on track yeah it? they do um they do rush a few endings occasionally don't they where yeah. where um suddenly they have to wrap it up and it's a really sort of hastily improvised ending which is odd because presumably you'd have time to to create a good sort of wrap up but yeah, yeah. this wasn't one of those for sure the problem is you need you, you i suppose the whole character development thing is when you've put somebody down in the dumps like this where he's lost his job he's um you know, he's alienated the people who've taken him in and he's clearly he's been kicked out of his flat. Is that you sort of need a, you need him to have a moment, don't you, where you pull him out of the fire sort of thing. Yeah. As a writer, you need that you know, you know the all is lost sort of feeling and then you sort of then you you know, you begin the journey back up again. Yeah. But here they just sort of go, Okay, you can get his job back as a bus driver. It's sort of um I don't know. You just need him to have a heroic moment or something. Yeah. Where he saves somebody, or he, mm. his stoner. There's something about his character that actually becomes a positive as he, you know, he helps somebody out, or he does. You know, you see him in an act of heroism, or yeah. And suddenly, you know, he's actually, he's actually people look up to him, and he feels that he might be able to to kind of amount to something. Yeah. And then the bathos is that he ultimately ends up back driving the school bus. Yeah. That's quite a nice arc, isn't it? Yeah. But, yeah. But sort of here, you just get 
oh, yeah, let's find a way for him to get back driving the school bus. We're bored of him now. Yeah. It's sort of a bit of a flat ending. It is, and it's, it's odd that the, um, you know, the guest star was... I mean, we I like you, I like the way they got rid of them, but equally it was sort of their episode, and now there's no return to them or anything. Um, there's no real reason for them to be in it, is there? I no. Mean, it's the sort of... You could have Spinal Tap concert as mm. a... As a Almost like a passing reference. You could yeah. almost, it's that thing of start late, leave early. You could almost start the episode where Homer is waiting for them to come out of the show. Yeah, yeah. And you see a little clip of Spinal Tap, and yeah. then you cut straight to Milhouse being left behind and the riot. Yeah, that would have Otto. timed it up, wouldn't it? Yeah. And then you just sort of incidentally see Otto as the person who started the riot. So that kicks you in with his, you know, with him. Yeah. His arc or his his thread, and then he's, then you see Bart getting into the guitar, and then that's Otto playing the guitar on the bus, and then you, and you're off, aren't you? You don't really need that first bit of Spinal Tap. Yeah, and I don't think it really adds much to, you know, the Spinal Tap sort of canon or whatever. No, I, I definitely I, I much prefer it if we just saw them, <laughs> just a brief glimpse of them later with him going, yeah, quite good, and then yeah. they just get they they fall to their fiery death. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, but, um, um, so bit of a flat episode for me, really. I think yeah, it does have moments. It has moments with Homer, good mo- mm-hmm. and um, some good lines. Yeah, uh, I like Bart's sort of fancy of rock star. Yeah, rock star excess. Kind of the beginning of the process, I think, possibly for being for Millhouse being a bit of a whipping boy, which is always funny. Mm. But yeah, I'm going six point five for this one. Oh, I see. I was going to go seven. Yeah. I'm always slightly more, yeah. slightly more upbeat than I'm you. Quite. I'm being. <laughs> I'm just. Just a little bit. I don't think it quite deserves a solid seven because it's sort of there's only about I don't know two thirds of it that are really relevant. Yeah, to be Fair honest, enough. it's just that little bit of a Spinal Tap cameo which dominates it, mm. doesn't it? It's sort yeah. of, and as you say, it's odd that I mean, it doesn't apply to us, but yeah, you know, as you say, I think it is odd that most people probably, mm. well, so around about half of the people watching it would probably go Spinal Tap. Yeah, I've vaguely heard of them, and they probably wouldn't even get any of the gags. But no, maybe that's why they kept them. They got them out of there, but yeah, I think well. So between us, that's a thirteen point five, um, <laughs> yeah, which feels feels about right. But uh, next time we've got Bart's friend falls in love, yeah, which I haven't seen for a while. Is that is that the one where Millhouse's parents split up? Is it that? No, one? I don't think it is. I think that's oh. I think that's that is quite a Millhouse episode, isn't it? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. He gets he meets a new girl. Yeah, I don't mind Millhouse episodes. Um, they're all right. They're sort of um, yeah. <laughs> they they're usually pretty good, aren't they? Yeah, he's a funny character. I like him. I, he, they do a lot with him actually throughout the uh, the, the seasons. Millhouse. He's he's uh, he's sort of not a great best friend, but he's always he's kind of always there for Bart, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Until then, God knows what's going to happen around the world. Yeah. Um, got any predictions, Andy, for for this week's mayhem? I think. Um... I just think it's going to get worse, Tim. I'm really sorry to say that. <laughs> yeah, I'm really well. sorry to say that. I just think there's an awful high score count now, isn't there? Of when do we get to 100,000 deaths? When do we get to 2,000 yeah. a day or something? 1,500 a day. That's the worst thing about it at the moment. We're still only just starting to see the post-Christmas yeah. fallout. Um, and, yeah, you know, the only the only thing we can do, this is laughter in yeah. the dark, isn't it? But... It is pretty fucking dark. It is a is a disgrace yeah. the way that uh, this has been managed. I mean, I'm trying to think a bit more long term, and and I suppose sort of latter half of the year is my current pinning best hopes on. Yeah, well, I mean, the optimist the optimism is a vaccine. If we didn't have the vaccine, yeah. you know, I would have just 
gone gone in, live in a cave somewhere by now. But the vaccine is is a positive thing, and yeah. um, you know, the more they have switched the emphasis a little bit, haven't they? They sort of seem to start in the UK. They're doing those briefings where they're saying, oh, "Here's how many people have been vaccinated." What yeah. seems to be happening is there's a split now between the media. Um, telling you how many people have died and how what the high school what the school count is, and the government, yeah. which are, you know, going. Don't worry about that. Think about the vaccine. That's that's good news, um, which is sort of awful yeah. in its own sense, isn't it? And because obviously, yeah, the the it's almost like government manslaughter. You know what's happening. It's just it's yeah. so. But I don't think we're going to be out of this. It is depressing until. I don't know, March, April, sometime, where it'll start to ease up, perhaps. But at the moment, at least the vaccines are getting out there. I'm trying desperately to think of a way, Andy, of, of sort of sweeping that back into something positive for our next episode. Yeah. More fun and laughter next time when we address <laughs> the next episode of Simpsons. We hope we've, yeah, <laughs> we hope we've, we've cheered you up a little bit there. Do you think our, anyone who's, um, this is their first episode, thought, was thinking, ah, oh, great, I could do with a bit of comedy. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> Never mind. <laughs> yeah, we've they've heard about our sort of continuing <laughs> mental distress <laughs> and yeah, all the horrors all the that are happening in the world. Anyway, it's a new year, Tim. Happy New Year! Yes, to, Happy New to Year to you and to everybody. And um, it could it, it can't be that much worse, surely this year. <laughs> I think the first bit will be worse, but but then I think it will get better. Yeah, so, yeah. but things can only get better. Yes. Uh, which is a nice sentiment, but not not technically guaranteed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and not strictly true but in yeah. this case. But yeah. Um, so we move on. We've got two more episodes left in season three. Yeah, uh, haven't we? We've got. Um, yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, and then we'll do our little roundup of season. our favourite episodes yeah. um, based on our ratings, and then um, so in a couple of weeks it'll be quite good for this podcast. We'll have had mm. three seasons of the show. And we'll have um, a two, an episode each for each season of our favourites. Yeah. So we'll have six essential Simpsons episodes. Yeah. And then there's only, uh, what was it, 30, 29, 30 more seasons to go. <laughs> yeah. Gosh, yeah. So, so we're off to a good start. Stick with us for the next couple of decades and we'll, um, we'll get through it. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, keep going. One day at a time. One hour at a time if you need to. Yeah. But... Do whatever you need to do. Don't feel pressured to, you know, bake or, I don't know, take up Pilates or something. Just get through it however you can. Um, Stay sane, stay safe. Um, Mm. See you next time. See you next time.